0: Hello QWERTYBirdies, you are listening to QWERTYCAST, where we talk about indie games, PC games, and go off on tangents about other games a lot. Uh, We have less than a week left before we announce the winner of the indie game giveaway on our Twitter, so there's still a chance to be a part of that raffle. And today, we will introduce a brand new segment that you, the listener, get to be a part of. And we also have some news in the indie world, and not the indie world and some potential controversy in the joe world <laughs> speaking of besides joe we also have steven you. i'm kenny and we got dave hey there how's everyone doing today
1: fantastic
0: one sore cool <laughs> i'm Super sorry that you're
1: sore <laughs> Um,
0: well, let's uh, let's not keep our listeners waiting too long. Dave, why don't you go ahead and announce what our new segment is?
1: Okay.
2: Uh, I'm super excited for this. Uh, our new segment is going to be called the Indie Game Book Club. It is a 100% brand new, completely original idea, uh, which uh, when discussing it, I was told, is kind of almost exactly like our previous Let's Watch segment, but that's fine. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I think the main difference is now
0: the listeners can also play
2: along because they're going to know what game we're going to be playing. That's true. Um, So this club is all about putting the spotlight on a single indie game and giving our hosts a couple weeks to play through it to some level of familiarity. Uh, I guess a bonus if you finish it, though we're not really keeping any sort of score for individuals. Um, and then on the next episode to come back, talk about our experiences and our impressions. Um, each episode, a different host is going to present a game until we circle back so that each one of us kind of has a chance to bring to the table our own personal preferences and maybe introduce something that everybody else wouldn't have checked out otherwise. Um, when we come back to talk about everything, we're going to discuss what we loved about it, what we hated about it. Ultimately, whether or not we recommend giving it a try for those who didn't play along. Um, and, you know, kind of treat it like a book club, but for, uh, indie games. Um, woo. (laughs) I love it. if, If the audience would like to join, um, we are going to post a link to where to get the game. I assume we'll probably throw that up in on the episode descriptions, but as well in our Discord, maybe perhaps in our Twitter. Um, Definitely, we're doing our best with this segment to make it as inclusive as possible. To do that, we're hoping to highlight games that cost nothing or very little. If a game does cost money, and is only free for a limited time or discounted for a little little bit of time. Sorry about that. Um, we are going to kind of announce that bef- like ahead of the episode. Um, but ideally, that won't really happen very often. There might be like a splurge week here or there, but again, it, it's it's meant to be inclusive, not not limited by how much money you can afford um with that introduction cool. Uh, <laughs> i i didn't really get a chance to play through any games fully before bringing a game to the table so i went to one of my favorite sites itch.io that's itch.io and tested a few games and went to finally yeah <laughs> and uh finally decided on Numina. Numina, Numina is how do yeah. you spell that it is spelled N-U-M-I-N-A. Oh. Um, it is developed by Starlit Studio, which is apparently a studio consisting of a few friends who got together in college and released a game called Louis Cooks in 2015, which placed third in the Best Newcomer Concept category of the German Computer Game Awards um, in that same year, 2015. But, to get back on track to Numina, um, I wanted to give a little bit of info. I did, I did try out uh, about 10 minutes of it, so maybe I've got nothing to speak on. So, this is mostly coming directly from the game's page. It is a JRPG-style game that breaks the fourth wall by uh, making its characters and the world surrounding them aware of the player. The protagonist, Sean... Uh, is someone that you eventually talk to through the uh, use of like different prompts that appear on screen. So this is not a game where you can just mash the enter button to get through dialogue, because I did that when trying it and accidentally said something that I have no idea what I said. Um, it
0: sounds kind of like <laughs> a reverse Stanley Parable.
2: Yeah, yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's got turn-based combat, um, with, like, action input commands. They give you a little introduction to the combat before they have you talking to the character. Like, you uh, press enter at a certain time, and that does a perfect block or does a critical hit. Apparently, each character has its own unique battle style. Uh, the example they used is there's a character that uses a bow and arrow where you actually have to aim. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, but... That's that's pretty much all I know about the game. So I'm, I'm super excited to play it. And it is it should be said that it is a demo right now. Um, obviously, you can expect some sort of level of bugs or glitches, but it seems like the dev is fairly responsive from when people post on the Itch.io page, which is where you can download it. And that page is starlit.com. Itch.io dot I-T-C-H dot slash numina, which uh, is s t a r l i t dot i t c h dot i o forward slash n u m i n a. The last thing that I really wanted to say before moving forward is that even though these games are free, technically. They do allow you to pay what you'd like, and it gives like a suggestion. I think usually the base suggestion is $2, and if you can't afford $2, these are indie devs who, despite this being a labor of love for a lot of them, uh, shows some level of appreciation for the fact that they're doing this game and releasing it out for everyone to play without uh, asking for any money directly. Uh, If you can't afford to donate a little bit, everything helps and that's all i got
0: sweet cool yeah i'm looking forward to playing that game and we uh will be posting about our adventures and probably maybe streaming it a little bit this next over the next two weeks or one of the days over the next two weeks
2: sure yeah i mean i'm i'm down to to definitely have at least one of us put it up on stream for a bit yeah that'd be cool sweet so so what's next this
0: next i just wanted the music to come in naturally <laughs> Stephen, go ahead and start whenever
1: you're ready oh yeah no sorry i was enjoying the news music oh yeah yeah, yeah. us <laughs> enjoy it a little longer let's yeah, yeah, yeah i think that the, the listeners just love the sound of the indie news uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um this week uh obviously in develop- uh, independent developers are uh Definitely probably struggling right now, especially with uh, all of the coronavirus issues, and so I do have a couple um, on that topic to just talk about uh, what's going on. Um, I'll start with the uh, Sony Play at Home initiative, which was actually just announced uh, four days ago, I believe. Uh, The idea is that... um, sony is aware of the fact that during the times that we're in right now it's it's difficult for a lot of the independent developers so they've actually put together a fund uh, for 10 million dollars and they're distributing it to developers who are um, working on games um, specifically for their platform so this is going to be exclusive to the playstation Um, but what's nice is that it is kind of a unique opportunity and offers uh some of these developers a little bit of uh, relief and some time to really put in the effort to make some new games. So hopefully we'll find out in the coming weeks uh, what's been generated based on uh, that fund that's been made available. Uh, in Conjunction with that, anybody who does have a PlayStation, they are offering uh, free games over um, a certain period of time. I think it's from now till May 5th. Uh, So the first game that's available is uh, the Nathan Drake Collection, which I know is a big uh, PlayStation exclusive. But uh, as the weeks go on, they'll be offering more games. So listeners can take advantage of that, but then also hopefully we'll get some new uh, indie games in the coming weeks, which is kind of nice.
0: I think they have, uh, I mean, from what I'm looking at here, they got one called Journey that's on there.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So Journey is also available, which um, I've actually played it through Indian that. It's a game, right? Yeah, um, so I think that it released under the Sony Interactive platform, but it, it was independently developed. I don't know the details on the, the top of my head, so I apologize for that. But that actually is a fantastic kind of story-driven game. There's no dialogue. It's all very ambient. Um, but you pick up a lot of emotion from it. It's a pretty uh, it's a pretty interesting game. If you have a chance, to check it out.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen some playthrough of it and I've uh, been really interested in trying it.
1: Yeah, it's neat. Um, other than that, Some sad news. uh, Anybody who's familiar with the indie Mega Booth, uh, it's kind of like a touring um, con or convention um, that just kind of pops up on street corners uh, or different locations. Um, They unfortunately, just because of the social distancing right now, are not able to continue providing that service. So we're not going to see the indie Mega Booth for a little while. And their biggest concerns right now is that their service is kind of, uh, you know, economically driven, so they're not sure when they're going to be able to get it back up and running. They do have a PayPal link um, for donations uh, for many supporters. So if you guys are interested in that, just check out Indie Mega Booth's site, uh, and they should have a link for that. Uh, they hopefully... also have it on
0: their Twitter at Indie Mega Booth.
1: Yeah, nice. Um, so hopefully we'll we'll get to hear them coming back, and uh, that way we'll get some introductions to the indie genre and new developers and what's being worked on they're usually uh one of the places where news breaks first which is kind of nice so hopefully we'll we'll get them back up and running soon
0: or we'll reach out to them and they'll give us all their news
1: and we (laughs) can release all their news (laughs) there you go (laughs) that's a good way of doing it uh, i've been doing that uh just the inside secrets Um, But on some lighter notes, um, there is a new game I wanted to kind of spotlight real quick, just to let everybody aware of. Um, Mostly the reason why it hit uh, my interest is just purely because of the response that it's gotten recently. I've seen ads for it literally everywhere. Um, The game's called One Step from Eden. It's developed by Thomas Moon Kang. Um, He joined the Humble Bundle publishing program, which is getting extremely popular with uh, indie developers uh, lately, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that develops and where it goes Um, hopefully you guys are all familiar with humble bundle at this point but if uh, listeners are not aware you can visit their website humblebundle.com they usually have a lot of different game bundles um, that you can purchase for like a flat rate donated fee Um, but they also work very well with the independent developers so usually they have some type of indie dev bundle available um, but one step from Eden is uh, it's kind of like a deck building combat game um, It's got a very unique uh, Grid combat if anybody and I know this is a stretch, but if anybody ever played the Mega Man um, It was like a DS game where you like jumped into the network and you were fighting computer viruses the combat system is Identical if not very closely uh, related to that you guys have any idea what I'm talking about Nope. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> there was uh there was this really really neat Mega Man grid game. Um but it looks like this may have uh, gotten a little bit of uh influence from that. Either way um definitely take a look at it it is on the pricier side so i try to usually endorse things that are a little bit cheaper this one is dropping at twenty dollars um but take a look at some of the demos some of the um videos they have on steam especially yeah it uh, looks really nice too it's it's neat yeah the, the art yeah. style is very cool it's got that um, uh
0: secondary uh color scheme yep it's like magenta whatever magenta green pink yellow
1: you know, it's funny because, like, indie games in general, they don't have a specific style or type. But there's something about the fact that they tend to s- spend time in, like, that retro 8-bit pixel format that mm-hmm. I just really like that aesthetic. So I think that's another reason why this game's appealing to me so much because it's got a little bit of that feel to it.
0: Yeah. I, and th- this game isn't, like, super 8-bit, but, like, the, the games that are, like, just just exclusively 8-bit, I... I totally agree with you. I'm get, I fall so in love with, like, I love that art style. Yeah. Pixel art.
1: But yeah, if you guys have a chance, take a look one step from Eden. And, uh, that's what we've got this week in indie news.
0: Thank you, Stephen. It was we, some good pretty, news. It was some good. <laughs> it was some great news. Maybe the best
2: news. Quite <laughs> possibly. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, Moving right along, we got some. uh, Joe's got some opinions, and we want to nose them.
3: (laughs) Ignore that. That That's throwing stuff away. I think you'd be that loud.
0: Joe, whenever you're ready, go.
3: Oh boy! All right. So, obviously from last week's episode, talking about Valorant and everything. And up until today, I've played it every day since the second day of drops were available. I got mine at my, it's like 46, 47 hour mark. I've been playing it literally every day besides one because um, my computer decided to kill itself. Anywho, so thoughts and opinions on this game so far, and then I'll get into the juicy shit. I fucking love this game. This game's phenomenal. This game has balancing issues a lot of balancing issues it has a lot of hip registration and hip fire and moving fire registration issues that need to be addressed and openly ridiculed to riot so they actually fix this damn game um the agents the the characters you play as they're all they're decently balanced excluding one good old glorious race i'm on team shroud for this and not team summit uh is useless and a competitive scene, she will never be picked. She is 100% full-sended into something or nothing. Her entire kit is just around killing people or doing damage. Obviously, in this type of game, you move to the next round by killing everybody. So that doesn't sound too bad. But also, in this type of game, you need information. You have to have utility. Everyone has utility, excluding her. All of her utility that she does has the one it... The one ability she has hurts you. That's not a utility for your team. That's a utility for the other team. So she's an issue. And regular oh. pub games, she runs through heaven and hell in every round and just kills people just consistently over and over and over. They're always usually the top, like the top person on the scoreboard with the most amount of kills. And it's insane. I played one game with her. I went thirty-nine and five, and I'm not a good player. I I quit <laughs> my competitive playing games. I just play games for fun and to laugh, and that's that. That's saying something. Uh, the highest kill game I've seen with a raise was sixty-four and two. Sixty-four kills, two deaths. It got to the point to where people I was playing with we just didn't play. We just let them come to spawn and kill us, just to get out of that fucking game. Wow.
1: Yeah. So yeah. she's an issue um she's super good in one play style but she has absolutely no use in another she yes pretty much
3: it's either she's going to full send kill everyone on the other team and three people on your team which i have witnessed or she's never going to be seen again uh riot Hmm. has openly said in an interview when they were pushing her out because she she's technically the first uh she wasn't a part of the launch agents. She was not there. Day one, they launched her as a surprise. Nobody plays her. So far, there have been two big minor tournaments, which opened Wright's eyes to a lot of things on how, one, Raze is never going to be seen in competitive ever, and two, one of the maps called Split, one of the three maps, uh, how it's very... Uh, um, it is Raze, R-A-Z-E, Uh, Anywho, sorry, someone asked what's the name of the character. Um, And there's three maps, two of them perfectly fine. The other one, Split, is very imbalanced. The defenders have the higher advantage to win that game if you defend the second round. Because once you get to nine rounds, you will flip. So if you're attacking at round nine, when that round is over, you will flip to defense. Split Mm. has a 83% win rate if you defend second. If you defend first, you will most likely lose that game. People are openly not playing this map. I don't. Well, I, I will play the map obviously when I'm streaming, but if I'm not, I'm one of those people that will openly not play the uh, play the map at all. It's very imbalanced. People recognize that, and a lot of people understand that. And so, one I've seen it happen a few times. Both teams will talk to decide. All right, who's actually going to lose this game? and there's been times where I'd sit in the same game for an hour on the same map when games are usually about 25 to 30 minutes your average league game length so that's that's an issue that was massively recognized and how all the big boy streamers and professional Counter-Strike players will not play that map because it's very imbalanced it is very one-sided and it's literally up to luck at the end of the day to win that game and race is just stupid. Time for the fun. Okay, is <laughs> is Valorant the CS:GO killer? This has been the hottest fucking talk uh, to the Valorant and CS:GO communities, and obviously with everyone in between, the Crossfire. This has been the big top uh, topic. Uh, people like the Score Esports on YouTube. Um, they. They put out a video earlier two yesterday or two days ago as of recording, as of today's the nineteenth of a Sunday. Um put out a video is you know, is Valorant the CSGO killer. They technically didn't answer it, which is understandable because they're not gonna pick a side because they are an esports outlet trying to provide like feedback on both parties. But I'm not an esports outlet. I am a human, I am a person, so I'll speak my opinion. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I don't know about that.
3: Yeah,
2: need <laughs> validation. What's up? I need prove validation not, of that. Prove you're not a robot. Uh, <laughs> one
1: controversy at the time. <laughs> uh, I'm no, a time. Uh not a robot. Where's the capture key?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but anywho, my opinion, it is not the CSGO kill. You cannot kill a game that has raised roughly 15 billion dollars. In X amount of years, I don't actually know that number. I was not a fan of CSGO. Uh, It was a headache for me to learn, but Valorant is my addiction now. So, it is not going to kill CSGO. People rather play CSGO because it's more of a challenge. People invested thousands of hours into that game to let it go to an easy mode game like Valorant. They Mm. won't. They want to go back, they want the challenge. So,. It won't kill it, in my personal opinion. It will not kill Valorant. Will there be influxes of players up and down all the time? Absolutely. That's all video games. Like, shit, I played Battlefield 5 yesterday for three hours. That game's so populated, but people call it a dead game.
0: So. Here's a question for you, Joe Will Valorant out. uh, or CSGO outlive Valorant?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's Valve. Team Fortress 2 is still their uh, third most played game, followed uh, by. Really? Yeah. CF2 is still popular. As of right now, it's it's on its uh, downward slope because they got flooded with like 1.5 million bots, like hacking bots, for aimbotting, wallbotting, and all that crap. So players dipped out. They're waiting for Valve to fix it. And luckily, Valve, they're kind of 50-50 on like, oh, we should probably fix this. Oh, we'll deal about it in three months and CSGO, people. And the um, I don't remember the, the name of the gun. That's been very very broken for X amount of months. It's been interesting to listen to.
1: So... Do you think that, like, um, the only thing I can kind of compare it to in recent history is um, when Call of Duty had released their original Battle Royale mode, PUBG mm-hmm. saw this huge dip in their play uh, for about a week. And then after that week ended, the Call of Duty Battle Royale pretty much died, and PUBG went back up to its normal gameplay. Do you think there's going to be a dip at all, or do you think that it's just going to be steady? The people who play CSGO are going to stick with CSGO?
3: Eh, there will be a dip. Okay. That's going to be obviously up and foremost because the way they're doing it right now with Twitch drops, which I don't support, although now every streamer has Twitch drops instead of like big channels. Um, drops killed it for a lot of people, so a lot of people aren't obviously going to sit there, have a streamline in the background all fucking day, and potentially get a drop. Potentially. They're rather going to wait till the full release, which, according to Riot, is summer 2020, which most likely will still be on track uh they've also said they're going to keep this closed beta going until the full release uh the game will be down for a day they'll release the full game the next day and account wipe everybody um and all of that but csgo will get a drop of players that is every game will get a drop of players like every major game uh call of duty battle battlefront and battlefield um league will get a drop itself like every 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 game going to get a drop of people because they want to play this game they want to try something new from right games especially all the Riot partners that um didn't get into it which is in- interesting uh on how they wouldn't let their own partners people that have actually sat here and streamed or made youtube videos or whatever f- literally only for right to get that status to not get in which is interesting and also mm. kind of bullshit in my opinion they should have let them in but um you know all of them are gonna go there they're gonna try it out they're gonna play it obviously some people will stay they will thoroughly enjoy the game some people will play it, say it's not my thing i don't like it and they'll go back to doing whatever they do like Every game is going to go up and down, up and down. Like when, um, I, cause you're the Call of Duty one you talk about is Blackout, right? For I think it was Blackout. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's what I thought. So Blackout had its massive share of issues. I like I'll openly say I don't give a shit. Uh, there were a lot of issues day one. I played it for about three hours. I said I'm not going to do this till they fixed it. Fixed it like two months later. Went to play. I said I'm not going to play this this game mode ever yeah. again in my life. Yeah.
1: But, I Which, mean... real quick, I will say the more recent iteration is pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah. Warzone anyway,
3: is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's obviously. It is catered to the people that play it more. You learn more about the drop zones. What's hot. What's not hot. You learn circle rotation. Because those circles in games are not randomizers. It's an actual location. It's just a random number based off that location. Most people can judge where the circle is going to end. Based off of the starting circle. I'm one of these people. I don't know why I have my brains like that. I know exactly where the circle ends. You show me a picture. I'll tell you exactly where that circle is going to end. And so. Uh, 10 minutes. No, okay. Um, so. It's. It's an interesting, like, debacle and debate on CS:GO versus Valorant. People are comparing Valorant to Overwatch. I was I...
2: gonna. That's that was gonna be my question. Um, was when when I looked at it, I thought of like, oh, you know, this is like an esports game. The the game that's tried the hardest to capitalize off of esports is Overwatch. And how do you how do you view them as competitors or? Are they so vastly different that you're not even going to see that much crossover?
3: So, you will see a crossover obviously with the hero slash agent select. That is a thing. Um, Overwatch doesn't do it where they don't ban heroes. Uh, so, in Overwatch, um, well, they, I'm going to correct myself, they've actually just started banning heroes. They'll ban. It's either one tank, one damage, one healer, or two of each. So it's not going to be one of each, two of each. I truly do not remember that number. That is implemented into ranked play. I do not know if that's implemented into pro play because I don't watch it. The only time I ever do watch it is when I'm at work. And so I don't really know. But in reality, comparing the two esports sizes, you're, fight, you're facing Blizzard, Blizzard Entertainment, creators of World of Warcraft, versus Riot Games. The most free to play, they've created the most free to um, the most played free to play game to ever exist, League of Legends. It's pretty much I want I don't want to compare it to this, but it's the best one I can compare it to. It's David versus Goliath. I mm. Overwatch is David in the situation. They're by on paper they're going to lose the fight. Obviously, you're not going to follow the entire fight itself to where David won, but that's my comparison. Riot has spent X amount of millions into just creating the game. God knows how much money them and their parent company, Tencent, based in China, are going to throw into that eSports scene. (laughs) League is the second largest eSports scene, uh, third largest, I'm sorry, right behind uh, CSGO and Dota, Valve. Um, And that's, Valorant's going to be more prevalent in the eSports scene compared to Overwatch. Overwatch wasn't a lot of people saying because they didn't like the in the imbalancing between all heroes, although um Blizzard does do a very good job of balancing all their heroes yeah. out accordingly.
2: So that's we get they listen. huh? Yeah, I mean I, I always liked Overwatch when I played it. I, I got out of trying to be competitive in in such a huge way that I hardly play multiplayer pvp games anymore at all but when i was i was playing a lot of overwatch and like the changes were very very regular Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: they're yeah consistently hot fixing uh blizzard's always been known for like hot fixing stuff immediately um a great example for that was when wow went through its plague i don't remember the exact name of it but it's essentially, it was an in-game plague back in either Burning Crusade or um, Wrath of Lich King, where you would get infected. I
0: think I remember hearing about yeah. this.
3: Uh, to everyone that doesn't know, I've played WoW since the day it came out. I've been playing for 15 years, so I actually have it up on my computer right now playing it. And um, it was between one of those two to where you would get a disease, infection, virus, whatever it was called. I truly don't remember its name off the top of my head and you would take health per second off of 10 seconds. It wasn't enough to kill you if you were above, like, level 10, but anyone below that, obviously, you know, that's an issue, but also this was at a near end, either end-game or end-expansion event, but they coded it wrong. There was no 10. (laughs) Like, there were the 10 seconds. You see that 10-second countdown, but once it hit zero, it reset itself. So (laughs) you're sitting there dying people i myself i literally went bankrupt in wow because i like i couldn't like i couldn't repair my armor this was back in the day right before i had an entire stint in wow where i got banned and they have to watch me when i play fun fact that's a story for another time <laughs> and it it went on for a day and a half then the hot fix dropped and then they restarted the servers to hopefully fix everything, which didn't, which broke even more. And a day and a half later, they f- did another hot fix and said, we're not restarting the server. You're on your own. Good luck. But luckily, luckily they sent out, it was like 5,000 gold to every person. To like, if you have any repairs, you know, this is for you and here's a little extra for to make up for it. That didn't cover my repair bills for anything.
1: Huh. Like, uh, that that covered of uh, this piece, sweetheart.
0: I'm still broke. that that's it, uh, when life imitates art <laughs> yeah.
3: It
1: seeded a large amount of uh real life economy trading
3: yeah uh, trust me that's <laughs> real life economy trading that's that's good that's actually pretty close to what i got banned for but oh um uh, yeah i uh i fucked the market like the auction house in game so badly that i personally made 3.8 billion gold in two days me and a friend uh-huh, banned us on spot. They, okay. had a, they had a server restart the entire server back a week. So, um, obviously, you know, your achievements, unlocks, mounts, all that stuff. Like, your account-bound stuff, you will keep, obviously. They cannot restart your account unless it gets banned. Um, But people that, you know, made X amount of money lost it, made X amount of levels lost it and all that. And then uh, I appealed with them, and after about three days of waiting... Uh, They got back to me and said, yeah, you know, you can come back and play just because I openly admitted to it. I showed them this is the system I use. This is how flawed it is. God knows how many other people are going to do it, which was a lot. And there's that few stipulations where you have to use the auction house. You have to contact a in-game mod, which don't exist anymore. So I don't know what I'm going to do just so they can watch me, which is funny because with um, um, I forgot. I'm going to say, yeah, Mr. Pandaria, because I don't remember the previous one, like the one we're currently on. Um, I'd walk up and make a ticket, like, yo, I have to buy something from the auction house. I'd buy something that's worth, like, 17 gold that I can't find anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. That's my story on how I got banned from uh, World of Warcraft. (laughs) That was fun. But, yeah. Uh, What else else is there a rant about?
0: What else? Uh, Is there there anything... uh more that you have about
3: uh, Valorant or... Watch streamers. If you want a key, all Valorant streamers will have drops enabled. They literally do not have the power to turn it off unless you turn off in their settings. And that's all I pretty much got. And if you have Valorant, I hope you are enjoying it as much as I have. Breach is stupid. Very stupidly strong. And... I'm done.
0: Cool. Cool. Well, as we play you out, we'll play right into... Uh, just talking to you guys about what's up, um, and uh, I have a little prompt for you, um, and we also have some prompts uh, and questions from some of our listeners. So my prompt is uh, it focuses more around kind of like positivity and stuff. And hey, i hate Fuck. I know, I know, I know. It's gonna be hard for some of you. <laughs> but- we of course have video games that have been helping us to pass the time during this quarantine and there's of course eating and sleeping and self-pleasuring but what i want to know <laughs> is oh, what is sparking joy for you right now like do you have anything that you oh no recommend to sparking other joy are we right. throwing
1: small knickknacks out <laughs> if that's what does it man <laughs> Right now, sparking joy That's for what me, cooks your
2: beats. Kenny is talking to you. Just hearing your beautiful voice, that's all that oh. I that's all that I need to get through the day. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: no raise for you that's off okay. of that. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't work. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, um, I mean, like I like I like cooking. So like I'll find a new recipe. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah like but I'm really I've gotten really good at poor cooking. So, like, I'll start with one ingredient, but, like, I have broccoli, for example. And I'm like, what can I make with broccoli? And I'll just, like, Google broccoli recipe. Oh, or,
1: dude, you like... got to start, like, a QWERTY Corona guide to poor cooking.
0: Oh, my God. I would <laughs> love to. That sounds fun. I. Uh, but
3: I have a website for you. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. I know this website very well. I use it quite often. It's called myfridgefood.com. Oh,
2: I know that one.
1: Yes. Oh, Is it like you type in your stuff yeah, and then it well, tells you what you can so, make? Yeah.
3: And everyone listening, if you're in a pickle to where you're like, I don't like, I'm hungry, I don't have anything, you do have stuff, go to this website. I'll say it again myfridgefood.com. You, when you hit the splash screen, you are just greeted with a bunch of stuff. There's even a button that says show all ingredients. You, it's all separated. Put in stuff you have. So let's say I'm going to go with, like, bagels, baked beans, uh, applesauce, oyster sauce, American cheese, fine recipes. This will find you stuff. C- uh, crispy cheese bagel bites, homemade mozzarella sticks, which you can make from all of those. Bagel pizza bites. You can – there's always be something in your fridge. That's and, cool. Yeah. So I heavily recommend this thing. Heavily. Dope. So –
0: Keep... I'll I'll, light, I'll lightly check it out. I'll link it for you too. Um but yeah, I I I I love coming up with stuff uh and then like especially cuz you'll find recipes the way I was doing it anyway, I'd find recipes and I'd be like, "Oh, well, I don't have this ingredient, but I can substitute this one or just fuck it and make it my own." But at least it gives me like motivation and a direction to go with cooking, and I really enjoy that. So that, that's what that's
2: what's been for me.
1: That's awesome. That
2: I'm I'm happy to hear that. We we have on our Discord a cooking unleashed channel where we share our creations. <laughs> um my your creations are always my favorite because oh, um you. you you pass them through uh after effects I believe, but they're usually exactly what you're describing. They're like just uh, food that's kind of like Lightroom, oh I made this yeah. I made this sandwich and I was like that's like avocado and a couple other things. I could do that yeah whereas exactly, I see yeah. other people's stuff that they post uh like one of our subscribers uh, Kyle and he posts like food that I look at it i'm like i could never make it <laughs> um like the that but looks it looks like amazing it, yeah. it looks incredible and I'm like yeah. i that would take me i don't know weeks to even attempt to make that properly um i I also love cooking but I find myself not doing it very much I feel like Shona my fiance uh, takes the lead a lot of times, which I'm very thankful for. Um, what I've been doing is learning Spanish uh, using Duolingo. Uh-huh. And I'm going to try to start exercising, but I'm looking through like a bunch of different apps. Uh, I tried two different ones today. They were both terrible for me. Maybe other people have had better experiences, but I'm trying to find the, the app that uh, instructs me how to do exercises properly, and doesn't cost like twenty to thirty dollars a month just to keep active. Nice. So that that's that's what I'm doing, other than playing games, watching TV, and the usual stuff.
1: <laughs> so I've done something similar. Um, I purchased a Peloton bike, and no, my girlfriend oh, nice. is not beating me. Oh my. Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm using that, trying to get some exercise from inside, which is nice. Um, and I'm actually, I mean, not to turn this into an advertisement for it, but if, if you can get past the ridiculous costs, it is actually an effective workout method and it's nice and compact, which is nice. I can fit it in pretty much any room in my house. So, uh, but other than that, um, I'm a huge fan. Me and my girlfriend actually are huge fans of true crime. So my God, I've watched like four four different Netflix true crime stories over the course of the past like three weeks. What's your favorite one been? Oh, man. Well, okay. So everybody's popular one right now is uh, the Tiger King, which I guess is sort of the true crime genre. Kind of. But, no, the one that we just got over was um, Madeline McCain, which is about a three-year-old girl who just, like, disappears, and it's been almost 13 years, and nobody has any clue what happened to her. Not even, like, a baseline, like, theory. There's literally no evidence to anything. Um, So that one kind of boggled my mind. Uh, So that's probably on the the top tier for what I'm looking at right now. Uh, I tried watching um, Don't F with Cats, on the internet, I got maybe five minutes into it and I had to stop. It was just, it was not, I couldn't stomach it. I love cats way too much. I know. I heard that one's real brutal. Yeah. I mean, I will say that for the short amount of time that I did watch, they never explicitly show you anything from the videos, but what they do show you is enough to just make you cringe and, and mm-hmm. if you're have an emotional response anyway near what I had, it's just gonna force you to stop watching it. Yep. But well, I,
2: I have two cats in my house and they, they hang out in the living room all the time. I couldn't put that on the TV. They yeah, right, you it. damage <laughs> them for life.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know, entertainment is uh the source of happiness in times like these, so true crime is my go to.
2: Have you what done about you Joe? Oh, oh sorry Sorry, really quick yeah. have you yeah. have you done mcmillions yet i know that's not fully true crime but it is uh, the like one about the scary. um
1: so i'm familiar with the storyline but i did not watch the documentary uh, but the it's on episode. my list okay it, did you it was like good. it
2: yeah i definitely want to watch the rest of it it was really okay. really interesting
1: cool no I'm, I'm definitely gonna add it to my list but yeah that's uh, that's
2: about it what about you
0: joe
3: uh, actually dealing with depression and reality, nothing. I just wake up, take a shower, <laughs> stream until about 5 a.m., go to sleep. Although I did a 10-mile run today, and I am feeling nice. it right now.
1: Nice. Yeah.
3: Like, I don't
2: think I, that I could run, like, three miles right now.
3: See, like, I did, like, I expected to run maybe three, and that's it, which three miles is a 5K. And so, I'm like, okay, you know, so I just started running and running and running and just kind of was running around my neighborhood and then I look down. I'm like, "Oh, it's been an hour, and I'll head home." So finally get home, I look down at my watch because it records um, how far I go based off the steps. And I did the math, and I'm like, "That's ten miles. What the hell? I'm, I am not the most in shape. I have a glorious beer belly. I, <laughs> I'm, uh-uh. I'm, I have medical issues where breathing's hard, and I'm just like, how did I just do this? The fuck, mom.'" dad how (laughs) um but but yeah i will recommend you one show on netflix which has truly caught my attention for the hottest while and i will pull it back up for you because i want to make sure i got the name correct um where how do i pronounce luna nera luna nera l-u-n-a-n-e-r-a it's it is a romance show but in these times i have nothing else to do so why not and it's actually really good. It's fantasy romance, which, you know, not everything everyone enjoys for romance, lovey-dovey bullshit. But I mean, there's still a, a good amount of action and suspense and thriller stuff. And if you want one more, The Innocence Files. It's, a f- it's fantastic. It's another true crime series if you actually haven't watched it yet.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not familiar with it.
3: <sighs> it, it was fantastic.
2: I actually, uh, if we're throwing out recommendations, my entire house right now, we're, uh, re- we're re-watching Lost. Uh, oh, so, Jesus. So, no! So, so, <laughs> I literally
1: I, just did that about four months ago.
2: I actually, I've never Guys, uh, seen all of it all the way through. And then um, the other I've one... I've never seen it.
1: You never saw it all the way through? No, no. So, which I means you never in, saw the ending.
2: Right. I've, I've only seen up to, like, most of season two.
1: Okay. Do yourself a favor. Stop! Yeah, stop! Please stop!
2: No,
3: <laughs> please! I beg of you, stop, or I will spoil it for you. I don't care. I, I'm a person that will give spoilers to people that are watching bad shows. <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll just stop talking to you. Um, oh. <laughs> but wow! But the the other the other show uh, that was put on the other day, I walked out. Uh, a few of my roommates were watching Unorthodox. I believe it's on Netflix, um, and. I I couldn't really tell you much about the story. It seems like it's uh follows an ortho an orthodox Jewish family, specifically a wife and husband and like um I guess she uh it, it seems to jump around in time. So I I couldn't follow too much of it by seeing one or two episodes, but it was very interesting what I did see of it and it was shot very well. There are some very good scenes in there. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out.
0: I've been cool. watching Avatar, and for the first time, The Legends of Korra, which I'm really enjoying.
2: Oh, nice! Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of shows that I want to check out. Oh, I finished Legion as well. Legion season three. I did not I like have Legion not at all Legion.
3: I I watched the first season. I'm like, I don't like this at all. Like, oh, I don't care if I get hate. The Tiger King is the stupidest fucking show. I have ever watched. <laughs> I got halfway through the first episode and said, "I'm going to have an aneurysm watching this," and clicked off of it. It, oh. it was, like the, it was yeah, a thing. train
2: wreck. I couldn't look away from. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I the way to definitely, it. it's
1: fantastic. definitely, looked
3: away from because that entire <laughs> series makes no goddamn sense.
1: That's the point. Yeah, that's, I, yeah <laughs> I think how so is
3: that how be, is that a series if there's no point to it?
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in the <laughs> same boat. It never appealed to me, but I think you really have to have that it's like a very specific taste So you need, know how uh, like, taste like taste every summer
1: Well, you know how every summer they release like one action film that there's really no reason for it except turning your brain off and eating some popcorn? Yeah, Six Underground, because that movie was horrendous. So basically that's what the the Netflix show is. is Just turn your brain off, just let it happen. It's a good time.
2: It's like the epitome of trash TV, but for Netflix. Okay, no.
3: The epitome of trash TV, in, in order, is MTV, Trash TV, and then Tiger King.
1: M <laughs> T V is better than Tiger King.
2: Don't at me.
3: Actually, no, at me. I will actually argue with argue with this at Roland, r-l-e-n-t-h Fight me, I dare you.
2: Um <laughs> and and now Joe's knows T V too. Joe's, let's go! Joe's, Joe's knows let's it go! All.
3: Fuck Tiger King.
0: Um <laughs> and listeners, uh I Actually, challenge you guys to find something else that brings you joy and to share it with us on Twitter or Discord. It could be a picture of something you love, or just telling us what you personally love to do. Um, and just you know, let's spread some motherfucking positivity. Yeah,
1: yeah. we can and all follow each other's uh, lead.
2: If there's yeah. if there's some uh, some pet pics, post those. Always always. have oh, yeah, for pet seeing picks. puppies, kitties, snakes. We have a
1: channel for that on Discord, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's very nice. It. Yeah.
0: Um. And uh, we also have some questions from a couple of our listeners Ew. for the first time ever. Woo! Woo, Um, So this one is from Calvin, and it goes, In this quarantine situation, I have this question. You are quarantined with one food, one drink. Uh, you have access to water, so don't be lame and pick Fuck. water. And single player game and one multiplayer game. Uh what do you choose for each and you can't play other games. Okay,
3: I got this already. Um to drink, um Starbucks sells some of their double shot like espresso energy drinks at Walmart. So that'll be my drink and to eat it would actually be cliff bars, any kind. That's actually what I've mm. pretty much been eating this entire time, just coffee and cliff bars because going going out and going to Taco Bell I get judged for when I come home. But um, single player game would probably be Witcher 3 because I could sink myself into that game for a long while or Fallout um, 4 and not 76 because we don't talk about that around here. <laughs> and then multiplayer game would, if I'm starting fresh, brand new account would be WoW. And if it's not in like accounts I already have, would probably be oh god I'm actually going to change my single player game but multiplayer game would I'm going to stick with WoW but single player game I'm actually going to change it to um, Stellaris, which is a 4x strategy game by Paradox um, and that that's obviously single multiplayer but single player is a lot harder so that, those are my picks
1: nice good picks good picks um if i was gonna do it let's see drink i'm gonna be really basic here but i love it wawa half and half iced tea lemonade hell yeah hey. ah. that's fantastic um food if it was being prepared for me and just infinitely available sushi beef. sushi <laughs> sushi? No, soji beast. sushi, well yeah i'm hearing what he's saying but my choice would be sushi i can <laughs> yes.
0: respect that i can respect that
1: um
0: I, I i almost chose sushi too actually that's a really good choice oh yeah
1: uh, you know what it is it's i've been craving not the tangent too far but i have been craving sushi buffet and it's just oh, not we're getting possible sushi right buffet now. tonight actually oh, we're, how? We're, we're, we're how? it's
0: getting delivered we found a vegan sushi place near us Look okay on.
1: But yeah, yeah, with social distancing, unfortunately, the places I tend to go to are all closed right now. So I'm hoping that all opens up uh, once this is all over. Yeah. Um,
0: well, what we do is we, we'll have it delivered, and then we like disinfect all the packaging. It's nice. Basically,
1: that's a good way them. to do yeah. it. yeah, I'm gonna have to find a place nearby.
0: I have a story for after all the questions.
2: Am I'll I... go with a
1: single player game. Would probably just because of the amount of time I can sink into it, Skyrim. Um, mm despite the fact that I've already sank a bunch of time into it, but screw it. Um, and then multiplayer game has to be Rocket League for me. Um, it's the, probably the only multiplayer game that I've just consistently gone back to without any hesitation.
2: Fair um dave am i am i a bad person for not disinfecting every friggin' package that i get delivered same i i get a lot of stuff delivered um i even went out and picked up food yesterday i didn't disinfect those boxes when i came home i just started i I washed my hands and ate
1: pizza for your personal use then no if you're gonna then take that and give it to somebody else you might might want to consider it but i I don't know It's, it's for me
0: i i'm actually the same my I, yeah, I mean, I try to. I, I do it because I live with people, like I live with other people, and we're just trying to make sure each of us are being safe. Um, and so it's just we. It's just a good habit that we got into, and gotcha. yeah, have been practicing. So
3: I'm actually with Dave on this. I haven't. Um, so since the start of quarantine, I've gotten pizza three three Fridays pretty much in a row. Didn't wipe anything down. I've gotten about five Amazon packages. Three of them I had to open, take parts out, reclose, and reship out, which I didn't clean myself. Uh, Well, I washed my hands, but I didn't disinfect anything else because they were all electronics, and that's a no-no. And then I had a stream partnership where this is actually the first time I'm actually talking about it. I had that package come in, and I actually didn't disinfect any of that because people actually had to physically touch it to put it together.
0: I should mm. probably actually wash these
3: because they're <laughs> glasses.
2: But
0: eh. well, I mean, as far as you guys that aren't disinfecting things, I just hope you guys stay healthy.
2: Oh yeah, like I wash my hands and stuff. Like, I don't. I don't go out like rub my yeah. hands in the dirt. Like shake the guy's hand who delivers the food, and then start eating. But you should. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I av- should. Av- <laughs> oh yes, of course. <laughs> oh. Um. All right. So I, I guess I'll, I'll do my stuff. Um, this is really tough for me because games. I haven't even thought about that. Like, <laughs> um, you know, if I if I had to do one uh, f- food item, I think I'm gonna go with say like. I, I think I'm gonna say like a a burrito of some sort, unless that doesn't count because that's multiple yeah, different yeah, foods. Counts. But like, I. I don't think I could get tired of burritos,
1: but uh, here's the question, Uh, a self-made or from a specific location?
2: Oh, I could fucking make an amazing burrito, dude. All right. All right. I accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then drink wise, this is going to sound, uh, really shitty of me, but I prefer to get whole coffee beans and grind them myself and then use a percolator that I bought. And that's my favorite way to drink coffee. It's just black. So I could just, Water and coffee, that's all I need. Mm. Um, <laughs> Delicious. Multiplayer game, I think I'm going to give it to the Master Chief Collection. Um, that's Halo right there. If I had to drop it down and narrow it, that'd be exclusively Halo 2. I could play that game endlessly forever. Um, and single-player game is actually kind of where I'm stumped, because like, I play a lot of like. Multiplayer games as single player games. Like I could probably just fuck up Path of Exile over and over on single player <laughs> runs. That's a respectable answer.
1: Yeah. Just forever yeah. continuous. Exactly.
2: It's perfect. I'm I'm on Grim Dawn right now. I I bought that on sale, and so now I'm playing that one instead of Path of Exile. Gotcha. So we'll see.
1: Getting geared up for
2: POE two. Uh, I'm I'm stoked for POE two. And I'm going to keep a close eye on my favorite franchise, Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
3: I have my own opinion about that, about Diablo 4.
0: Next
2: exactly. time, man,
3: Next notes. time. Yeah, right? Here we go. <laughs> Next time <up> on Joe's <laughs> note, Diablo 4 and whatever BS is happening in eSports. Because that's go. be <laughs> even
2: spicier. So, Kenny, nice. I believe uh, this is now to you. What would be your drink, games, food? Food,
0: yeah. So my I, I think I might have to agree with Steven on the food and get uh sushi cuz I do love me some fucking sushi. Oh yeah. Um the drink uh um is tough. Okay, so ignoring the lack of health stuff in the in this drink uh and ignoring the fact that my stomach is really fucked up right now and I can't have this drink. Uh, it would be just, like, a little glass of whiskey.
2: There you go. That's yeah. a good one. Just, You're the only one to say alcohol. Whiskey and water. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's whiskey go.
0: Whiskey and water. Fuck. That's all I that Honestly, that's kind of... I don't really buy juice or anything. Like, I, that's usually kind of my go-to things, um, are whiskey and water. Um, and sometimes beer. But... Um, as for my games, my single-player game, I think might be uh, faster than light. Uh, okay. I I love playing that game, uh, and I know it's been out for years, and I still come back to it and just to play it like a different way or like try a different thing. And I love the music in it. I love the art style, and so I just, I can't get enough of that one. Um, and then multiplayer game is tough because I bounce from multiplayer games a lot and it kind of just depends on whatever my friends are playing at the time um but if i i think i would go back to warzone just because it's free and it's fun and i am okay at it so i like playing it and i can play it by myself or with people
2: um i am really sad that you won't come play halo with me and you'd instead play Warzone, but that's okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't
0: grow up with Halo, so it wasn't something that I was like, "Oh man, like Halo, can't wait for it to be out on PC." I was just like,
2: "Meh." Fair enough.
3: I was. I, I, I wasted. But I liked
0: Red summers. versus Blue. I wish I. I actually, I would say when I when Red versus Blue came out, that was, I think, a huge inspiration to me into how i got into like the video side of things because i was like oh you can do this with games that's fucking cool it is and, fucking
2: cool i and can't I believe wish they're i still had play
0: halo oh, yeah tell me about it i wish i could uh was able to get more in on that kind of side of things
2: well wish could be granted you could uh halo 2 just hit beta on pc a few days ago so uh you know the, the offer's there, is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, I, I do have it, so maybe I'll join you. Sweet.
0: Um, and then we have one more question from uh, Natasha. Um, and she just wants to know, quote, how are you?
1: <laughs> it's the most, most innocent question, <laughs> so and yet wholesome. the most needed question. <laughs>
2: uh, well, i'm doing we know, fantastic we know joe depressed uh, you have no said, fucking yeah, right, idea and, and, holy and
1: shit anxious.
3: i just want to see my girlfriend <laughs> fuck it's been three months
2: oh yeah that is rough 632 I, miles mm, apart i uh rough. i did long distance for quite some time it was not great. Our our that was with Shona, right? Yeah, that is with my my now fiance. We we I we lived together for a year. I moved across the country a year later, and wow. then uh, six months after that, she came out to California. And then... Are you guys gonna
1: sell the movie rights? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, dude, you should you should hear the way that we met. It's even it's even more uh, unbelievable. Uh,
1: I'll wait for the uh, DVD release
2: <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes
0: in a small Mexican restaurant in the middle of Philadelphia.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, he, I, I wish it was that good. My girlfriend
3: played Rainbow Six Siege.
2: Dude, we that met. One's... We met online when we were 13. Uh, using oh no way yeah using uh, oh wait you did tell me this yeah was it AIM? using a dating app oh Jesus no. wow <laughs> what what a weird thing to do What's to plenty meet of someone fish? when you're 13 oh no it was uh, a thing called eSpin spin the bottle I remember no that <laughs> I remember that we met on that
0: that's amazing yeah I I I, I met a a girl online that way when i was uh probably like 15 um but she was in florida so
2: it was much harder to meet her in person but
0: i did eventually meet her
2: oh well um, we we didn't to add to this story we didn't meet in person until we were 21 so even though we did live about 30 minutes away from each other our pretty much our whole lives oh wow yeah so I'm just throwing it out there. It's it's a it's a story with a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if there's any uh, any execs listening, movie execs, uh, you know, we're we're <laughs> just, open to it. Yeah, at CordyCast. <laughs> at underscore
0: Cast. Sorry, I got it this time. That's okay. Anyone, anyone else? Anyone else want to share their stories before we wrap
2: it up? I'm doing good. That's that's my answer to the question. I'm I'm doing just fine. Uh, I'm I'm healthy and employed, and I'm very thankful for that. Lucky. Yes, I'm doing good, just
0: flat good.
3: Good. <laughs> just a <the> good.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's ups and downs. I mean, you know how it goes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, very much so. Cool. Well, ending this episode on a somber note.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all fine. We're all good. That's, <laughs> we're all, that's all a good. good no blue sky.
0: Great. We're fine. Um. Oh yeah, we have our indie game giveaway. Uh, in less than a week from the time you're hearing this. Um, and we, the hosts, have announced on episode ten that there that we will gift a uh, lucky raffle winner up to $30 towards one of the top three games on our Steam wish list and if you uh, if you're looking for if you're wondering what games that we're talking about uh, you can find them on our Twitter or on our Discord or uh, um, or right here Gary insert all of the games that we talked about on the last time right here now
2: hey thanks Kenny I'm not Gary but I know exactly what to say So the rules of the game giveaway are very simple. You will get $30 towards a Steam
0: game from one of our top three on our wish lists. Following us on Twitter at QWERTY underscore cast gets you one entry. Sharing our Patreon is two entries. Make sure to tag QWERTYCAST on Twitter when sharing or hashtag QWERTYCAST giveaway or QWERTYCAST raffle. Subscribing to Patreon is, holy cow, five entries. And following our YouTube and Twitch together is also five entries. All of the links to find us are available on the About section of our Patreon at patreon.com slash QWERTYCAST. Joe's top three games that you can choose from are Hell Let Loose, Meeple Station, and Surviving Mars. Cam's top three games are Subnautica Below Zero, GTFO, and Kenshi. Dave's top three wishlist games are Soul Saga, Pathfinder, Kingmaker, Enhanced Edition, and A Hat in Time. Kenny's are The Mean Greens, Plastic Warfare, Little Nightmares, and Turbo Dismount. And Andres' top three Steam wishlist games are Hollow Knight, Baba is You, and Night in the Woods. Thanks for playing, everyone. Good luck. A lot of chances to win, a lot of things that you can do. Um, if you're going to me- mention us on Twitter, make sure to use like, hashtag QWERTYCAST or hashtag QWERTYCAST raffle. And uh, yeah, we'll be announcing the winner at the end of the month. So, looking forward to it. Hope someone gets something that they've been wanting for a long time. I've been I've been moving around my wish list, list.
2: Uh, but I've refused to touch my top three from when we recorded episode ten. So that oh, and Joe had a
0: Joe had an uh, an edit on one of his. I remember. Yes. Um. So
3: with the initial set I gave out last week. Um, I forgot that one of the games I recommended was. Please hold while I open Steam or did just wish list.
0: It was Outer Wilds. Yeah, it right? was Outer
3: Wilds. This game does not drop until June eighteenth, twenty twenty. So I replaced it with a survival strategy game called Surviving Mars, which I heavily. Ooh, mm, i heard of that. Yeah, I, a lot yeah. of people heard it, uh, heard about it, and I, a lot of people looked into it. This is a micromanaging game, so if you're familiar with the 4x genre the same people paradox interactive just like stellar of five four um ck2 uh don't ask me what that is because i don't actually know i've played it it is all micromanaging but once you get the hang of it it's a lot of fun because it's always twists and turns and just getting fucked over every five minutes
1: i just want to clarify real quick um you said the outer wilds didn't that game come out last year is,
3: are I you think thinking you're thinking of outer worlds? outer worlds. Yeah, he's thinking of Outer yeah. Worlds. This is just Outer Wilds. It is developed yeah. by May Mobius. 29th, twenty
1: nineteen. Mobius Digital. I've been playing that game.
3: It's not
0: out.
1: Me and another clan member have been playing it. By Mobius. Yeah, and
0: I know Cor- Corey has Mo- it. As Mobius Digital well, and
3: Anna uh, a Perna Interactive as the publisher. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. That it says it was released May 29th. For me, it says oh, June 18th, year. 2020. Interesting. I wonder if it's the platform that you got it through. Uh, I want um, Steam. Okay, yeah. I don't. Hmm. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, because I've literally played it. Because <laughs> I want the Steam Yeah. That's insane. I, I've,
0: yeah, I've watched someone playing it.
1: Yes, Scott, a member of our other clan on Discord, actually was streaming it this morning.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well. There you go, Joe. Maybe Joe's doesn't knows all there well, is. Fine, I'm, I'm curious out. curious if fine. Maybe,
1: maybe there was exclusivity, <laughs> and that's why there's later release for Steam. Maybe. I'm trying to think if... I think it might have been through Epic Games. Yeah, I was going to say. That
2: might be Epic Games, yeah. Yes.
1: You yeah. know, you know. Sorry, not to, not to call you a liar, but I think... <laughs> I ain't calling uh, you a truther. A <laughs> 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 I, ain't, I ain't calling you a truther. But yeah, um, <laughs> but, yeah either so way. I'm surviving.
3: Surviving Mars. It's another 4X game by Paradox Interactive. If y'all don't know who they are, please look them out. All their games are strategy games where it's grant well, strategies. So, I heavily recommend them.
0: And with that, we will close it out. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, thank you to our audio mixer and musical master, Gary. And if you want to talk to us and or support us, we're on Discord, Twitter, and Patreon at CordyCast or some kind of version. There's sometimes underscores. Uh, Twitter, Twitch is CordyCast underscore. underscore podcast. Yeah. And if you want to email us, we're at CordyCast at CordyCastMail at gmail.com. Does anyone else want to add
2: anything? In, in case you didn't say this, uh, link's in the description as well to all of those things. Yes, That links way, to everything. That way you don't have to remember that it's some variation of QWERTYcast. Yes. <laughs> That's fair.
0: QWERTYcast out! Oh! <laughs>